fun fact. I didn't know this. Everyone like does the whole McConaughey, like, all right, all right. All. Apparently that's like the first thing he ever said in his very first movie. And somehow that's how people describe Matthew McConaughey. And like way too many dudes who do it think like they're good at impressions just because they could sound like a redneck saying one word three times. Mm-hmm. Well, that that's from Dazed and Confused. Oh, well, fuck if I know, dude. I, I don't know. Anything. I've not seen that movie, but I know that's what it's from. Oh, well, all right. Uh, and it's also that the character I've seen that scene, that's just kind of his vibe anyway. It wasn't really so much of a stretch. Yeah, it, it isn't. Uh, I don't know if he's the character from the movie. I haven't seen it in fucking forever. Isn't he like also the one who has like all the pedophile lines, basically? High like school the thing, girls. Like I like about high school girls. I get older, they all stay the same age. Yeah, but I mean, Ryan, you know, Ryan, it was a different time, man. It was a different time back then, okay? And a different know, time, and, a different time. That's why uh, I think I'm innocent of all charges against me. Uh, that mm-hmm. happened at my church. <laughs> and he was in blackface when he said it. So, yeah. <laughs> but it was a different time. No, it was a different time, Brent. I mean, there's certain. There's uh you know there's a lot of what ifs and what have yous um a lot of ins a lot, lot, lot of outs yeah, yeah. a lot, lot of lot of hearsay is what yeah. it is yeah. a lot of conjecture no a lot of what, a lot of conjecture a lot of, con- a lot of conjecture yeah there's a dysfunction at the junction <laughs> anyways giving them the business oh I'm getting a phone call from Mad River California I don't think that's a real place guys uh, I don't know it's the part of the maddest river of all time though I don't know but I'm I'm not gonna answer it I but I don't. That's a city, Mad River. I don't know. It's saying Mad oh. River, California. Oh, you know uh, that that reminds me. While while Brent's looking that up, uh, I'll see if I can find the article later. But I heard a story recently of a guy uh, who was stranded in the middle of the woods. Oh, and, yeah. and and it took lo- like twenty four hours longer to rescue him than it should have because he kept not answering the phone because what? it was coming from an unknown number. Yeah, I heard Wait, that story. Yeah. He was legit lost in the woods. Yeah. Now, now, I don't know if this is a parody story because nobody wants to answer their phone if they don't know who it's coming from. Sure. No, that was real. That was a real story. Okay. Brent said it. it's real. He's our fact Man. checker. He would never lie. Well, Brent's actually, it looks like he's on his technology uh, biscuit right now. Maybe he's uh, looking it up. We're looking at Mad River, California. Yeah. And it's got to be real. It's got its own Wikipedia page. It'd be in like uh, Northwestern uh, California. Okay. Well, is the area code 707? Because that's what this uh, piece of shit was trying to call me. Uh, Yeah. Area code 707. And if you want to, uh, 95552 for the zip code. Oh, it's an unincorporated community. But it's got 361 uh, people. So. Oh, really? Somebody there wants you. You know what? I just thought of something. You know who's about to be the first inductee into the Joey Egan Memorial fuck off table? This dickhead who just yeah. called me from Mad River, California. All of Mad River. So, so I'm not. I'm gonna be pretty close to there this weekend. So Saturday, I'm, I'm working what? in court. I'm working in Corning, California, at the Rolling Hills Casino, which is uh, 108 miles from Mad River. So any really? of our Mad River listeners who want to come on out. You just let me know. Any of the 361 living in yeah. that unincorporated community, come on yeah. down to the Rolling Hills Casino. Ryan, if you draw half of Mad River, that's a good buck 80. That's, of, yeah. Uh, that's yeah, why a, not? 
That's like three times as much as uh, as my biggest show ever. Then I know what that's like. I'll tell you what that. What is an incorporated town? What does that mean? I don't know. I don't know. Just like I'm, a. I'm. I googled it, and it's more than one sentence. Oh, uh, it's a municipal I, corporation. I love it when the definitions in the words in the goddamn definition. Mm-hmm. The act of being a corporation. Oh, cool. Thank you. The an unincorporated city. The act of being incorporated, but not. What does waning mean? The act. Uh, it's to wane. To okay, wane. Cool. <laughs> I believe to wane means like uh, fade away. Like fade away. Kind of like that. I don't think that's what that is, Johnny. No, isn't waning like the oh, sun? Oh, well, yeah, waning. Is, the He's sun waning. is waning. Yeah, the sun is waning. I, mean, I thought you were talking down. about incorporated. You got to no. keep them incorporated. Oh. In some hey. parts of the country, communities might not have a legal incorporation within a county or town. Others simply don't have a municipal government below the county level due to strong county laws that give counties the right to make laws that are typically reserved for cities. Welcome to the Cafeteria Political Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. If you need any information about how to incorporate your town of 360, you come to the right place. We don't do politics on here, and in fact, I despise it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I just seen on Fox News. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. someone once told I tried to make a political joke once, and I was told to stick to comedy, and that's what I did. Mm-hmm. Connor uh, McGovern from Philly, who I saw this past weekend, is going to message me and say, "Stick to poopy on the podcast." <laughs> what we do best. Shout out to Connor McGovern. The fact that any comics waste their time by listening to this bullshit, I appreciate it. Well, we, uh, yes, shout out to Connor first off, but we should yeah. mention what this episode's called and why we're doing it. Uh, what is this episode called? Why are we doing yeah, it? Yeah, why are we doing this? Ryan, you didn't. Oh, the Joey Egan Memorial fuck off mm-hmm. table? Oh, yes. oh, that's what we're talking about. Go ahead, Ryan. We didn't discuss that it was going to be the name of the uh, the episode oh, and everything. He deserves now. it. He deserves our recognition on the regular episode where all the freeloading cucks get to listen. Okay, mm-hmm. but just make sure we misspell it because we don't want him getting cocky. Yeah, yeah let's call. Let's, let's spell it uh, J-Y-E. <laughs> J-Y-E. J-Y-E. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, one of our uh, our patrons, uh, our beloved, the, beloved patrons. that you can join at uh, Patreon.com/slash/CapturePod. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll throw in, I'll throw in a plug in the middle of a memorial. Uh, but my, ah. my 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 good buddy, uh, I've known him for about I don't know, over twenty five years. Uh, Joey Oof. Egan, uh, he unfortunately passed away last week. He had been uh, been battling an illness for a while, and it uh, it finally got the better of him. But uh, he was a good buddy of mine. I've known him, you know, my early internet days. He was one of the first internet friends uh, I ever made. Um, one of the first which, internet friends, which I is actually, important because you've yet to make real friends in person. So that is that is true. All of my in person friends are yeah. because I met them on the internet first. Of course, yeah, that's how that worked. I mean, that as an adult, that is somehow you, how you make friends anymore, kinda. That, yeah, I don't know how to. The little side note, but uh. You know, I, I moved across the country because my wife had a job out here mm-hmm. and uh, I don't really have friends like in the immediate area here. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know how you make friends when you're a 41 year old man. Sounds like it's time to join the audiobook club. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, can I interest you in the audio form of Moby Dick? Dick. Okay, yeah. now you got to explain that too. I, well, gotta... I got a lot to explain. The uh, the audio form of friendship. <laughs> Where it's just a, a a CD where someone says, "Hey, how you doing, buddy? Hey, <laughs> good yeah. to see you. Let's hang out sometime. Hey, hey, 
hey, bud. And I'm like, fuck you. Don't call me bud. <laughs> hey, hey uh, you, want, you want to get dinner this weekend? <laughs> Just like nice thing of that. And but, then you uh, have to buy the dinner CD and bring it with you yeah, while you're at Red Lobster. My, my favorite CD is the guy next door CD where he's like, hey, bro, got a sixer. Half of it has your name on it. Want to come over? <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, you. You want to go to Beef and Cheddar Fest with me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, That's I got a, a very specific CD. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, I, I made it for me. <laughs> I'm going to hire somebody on Fiverr to record a lot of friendship. Very specific lines that I need read. Hey, I got a sixer of uh, Mick Ultra on ice in the back seat. Uh, if you want to go to Beef and Cheddar Fest, have a couple <laughs> of road sodas along the way, huh? What do you say, <laughs> couple bud? pops. Yeah, a couple of pops. You want to you wanna boof some turmeric with me? Hey, I got a five for five ninety five or with your name on it. Right. With my name on it, you can get something too. Yeah. We're gonna boof some Toomey, drink a couple of road sodas, <laughs> gonna go to beef and cheddar fest, gonna let that, that oil just drip into our faces real quick. And and, and roll down our chins like, like, like the cartoons. Uh but yeah, rest in peace, Joey. It's, yeah, it's amazing. What, yeah. what a memorial this was! I, I, man, I, I wish Joey could hear this because this was ridiculous. I, I, I think he would appreciate that. No, but 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 he, he was a real good friend of mine. I known him for for many many years. And he was he a was, patron uh, on this show. That's why we bring it up. Yeah, he was because he gave us money. Yeah, because he because he, he paid for this. Yeah, like if you're a patron, to say is we have a spot open on the yeah, patron. Well, well, well that's it. Like, and, and if you're a patron and you unexpectedly die, right. we will give you five minutes of airtime on the next episode. Mm. That is our guarantee yeah. to you. That's Unless we get to 50 first, and then Ryan has to end then, then That episode will have to be about me. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, rest in peace, Joey. Thanks for bringing yeah. that up. We love you, Joey. Mm. And we we did bring it up. Uh, we appreciate you, man. We appreciate you. He's He was a, a patron for a long, long time. Yeah, he was there for a while. Yeah. yeah and, and like I said, I've known him forever. I used to go to wrestling shows with him. He he did, like, a wrestling. Uh, he was at a, uh, like an announcer for, mm-hmm. for a couple of uh, uh, indies down in, like, Alabama and Florida. He's a big fan of that. He's a real good dude, real weird dude in a good way. Uh, but I, but I, but I'll miss I'll miss the guy. He was he was a good dude. Yeah. So rest in peace. Uh, where do we go from here, Brent? Uh, the earliest I ever did comedy was this past weekend. Okay. Not on the radio. I did a ten thirty a.m. show. Why the fuck? Because uh, Catholics like to get together where? and uh, have a conference for their teachers. The school. What? Why got- did you? What? I got a call on the horn. I picked it up. They said, do you want to? It, it was not from Mad River. Oh, yeah, was. <laughs> you shouldn't have answered, dude. Don't answer those Mad River calls, man. It's a mad, 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 mad river out there. I'll tell mm-hmm. you what. Mad River what. sounds like something you, like there's a lazy river, and then you can get to go on the Mad River. Yeah, it, 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 if you drink a little bit, one too many road soda. Mm-hmm, a couple pops. Yeah, you go to the Mad River. Uh, I, uh, I got a, a gig kind of last minute. They said it's uh, ten thirty in the morning. Uh, they didn't say clean, but I know that's what they meant. Even though the the principal greeted me at the door and she said, "Just don't say fuck," even though I say it all the time. What? Yeah, I love that. I like her. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but it was like one of those. It was like uh, kids had the day off as a Friday, so it was like one of those teacher not not parent teacher conference days but like yeah the teachers are talking about some important shit all day long and conference uh, yeah yeah, yeah t- teacher meeting day like uh producer ann has those all the time where the kids won't be off and then she's like those days are actually worse because you get like no bre- it's because it, it's, it's just like, people talking the whole day yeah yeah it's a lot of stuff that like they'll be talking all day and then somehow the meeting goes 45 minutes late at the end because people keep asking inane questions yeah but like 
she, my, she, like, Anne is amazing. She used to kind of just like, hey, it sucks, but it's part of the deal. You got to like do it. And now that like, now that we're parents, she's like, oh, it's three o'clock. Go fuck yourselves. I'm out of here. <laughs> Finish the meeting. <laughs> this could she, be an email. I'm she out. She grabs the bird's tail. <laughs> yeah. Goes and right down, down the brontosaurus. <laughs> yeah, right, right into her car and she's gone. <laughs> Ryan! <laughs> I was like, bring me some of them uh, brontosaurus ribs. <laughs> you tip the car over. Yeah. Hey, Geico, I did it again. I, 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 oh! I, I tipped my car over with... With, with ribs. ribs. <laughs> My husband loves the ribs. I tell him we got to get the sedan to carry the ribs. And he doesn't want The car's fine. It's got sauce on the on the, the roof. If you move your goddamn feet fast enough and drive the car a little bit faster, you get the brontosaurus ribs home safely. Like in the cartoons. Like in the, car like in the literal cartoons. <laughs> ah. Big news, guys. The Fightins won their first playoff game just moments ago. Yeah. You're one step closer to eating police horse shit. Oh, man. One step closer. I will fly in just for it. Mm. You imagine flying in? That's a, that's fear factor, essentially. It's like you flew in somewhere to eat police horse shit. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, yeah, I, I could have ate police horse shit at home. <laughs> but yeah. no, I, I, I flew in. I want to make sure this was... This was Philadelphia's own police horse shit. That's hey, right. I just thought of a good t-shirt. It's got the bear from, was it Jungle Book? And it says, Baloo Lives Matter. <laughs> Is that the bear, Baloo? Yeah. I was hoping it was the bear from Cocaine Bear. I, I suffered okay. through that movie on a plane recently. It's okay. Yeah, but, but, but then uh, uh, if it's uh, Baloo Lives Matter, then ACAB includes Baloo the bear. <laughs> well, well, you know, uh, he shouldn't have uh, been doing what he was doing. Yeah, I, I I don't think you know him, but I, I know Brent. You know Dan West. Yeah, uh, that, that's one of my favorite reoccurring uh, bits that he does on social media. Is he just like takes characters mm -hmm. that even like that like are cartoons or like from children's characters that might have been like police or authority related, and then yeah. says they're ache that ACAB <laughs> like ACAB includes Kalahu. <laughs> like and, like stuff it includes like that. bonkers. <laughs> yeah, it's just so funny. Uh, but the, the show went well, guys. I didn't know it was in like the address was for a state park and like a like a, a professional building in the state park. And I'm driving around. I'm early, but I'm getting close to you're a professional. Time. Yeah, I like to I like to be early. No, no, Ryan, uh, uh, Brent. Uh, go how, ahead. Before, no, no, I'll answer. I'll answer. I'll address okay, ahead. Ryan, ask the question to, that you were going to ask Brent to me. OK, Ryan, how does one book a 10 30 a.m show at a essentially a catholic uh school teachers conference you suck and, a lot of dick and mm -hmm. why would you want to i mean i imagine it wasn't a, you weren't volunteering for fun or you weren't volunteering for the betterment of the school you had to it be was, getting oh th there was definitely money how much money did you make i can't i can't say okay fair enough but I could uh, I could buy a rack of brontosaurus ribs for what they paid. Wow! For. Oh, you can't say. Oh, the Catholic Church is covering up another story, huh? It they was it was hush money. money it made? was hush money. <laughs> okay. they, they paid him in popcorn chicken. I'll just take all this. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I will say. Um, and John, I'm sure you've done shit like this too. Just maybe not with comedy because no one wants to hear you tell jokes. No. But like, I'm sure like with like other things, sometimes you just get like things you didn't even know possibly existed. No exists like 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 I uh, I got hit up. I did this a couple years ago. Uh, speaking of a cab, um, 
uh, the Indiana State Police reached out to me to eat horseshit. To, to eat their horse shit to, to back the blue. Now, okay. th- now they, they wanted to talk to me uh, about uh, for like their training programs on how possibly to better deal with like incidents or individuals that have disabilities. So they wanted mm-hmm. like basically me to come in as a consultant. Did you tell them to shoot them? I was like, anyone who ain't me, shoot it. <laughs> if they wheelchair cripples, you fucking shoot them. They're costing <laughs> us too much money. <laughs> yeah. I don't need a ramp. I just need the parking. <laughs> That's all I want. So wait, hold on. What is ACAB again? Explain that to us. All cops are bastards. It is. Oh, a, I thought ACAB was some kind of organization, and that's how you booked your gig. Okay. I think it is an organization. It's yeah, kind of now. Yeah. But uh, it, you'll see that spray painted on stuff as ACAB. All cops are bastards. Got it. But 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 like something I like that I didn't even know that would possibly be a thing. It was just for like their training videos and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It wasn't mm-hmm. necessary. I wasn't going. And, and, you know, they, they reached out and we came up with a little deal and then took care of it. So, like, things like that will just randomly happen. I'm sure this is, like, like those type of things, I don't go out of my way to get booked. No, Sometimes I didn't someone either, just like Yeah. Like, I've, I've gotten asked to do people's, like, weddings. And, and I mean, these I did a wedding more, last year. Yeah. Yeah. Like, weddings and, uh, you know, high school reunions and just all these, like, charity fun. Like, all these just weird things. Sometimes just some private parties at people's houses. People ask me all the time. Mm-hmm. And it just financially doesn't work out because I, I I don't think they understand that they also would have to pay to fly me and house me and sure. all that. They, and, yeah. and bathe you, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And then give me an old loofah to the taint. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Well, the even la- last week or the week before, it was another first for me. I did a, an addiction treatment facility on a Tuesday. And all... Those all were a broads. lot of the first uh, the first shows that I'm sure you did them too. <laughs> you said it was all broads. All it was broads. like it was like seventy women, and they what? they were inpatient, so there for twenty eight days. Now how does that how does that come about? Are they just messaging you like on the, the Johnny, same Booker, same Booker actually? Johnny, there, you have one hundred percent done those shows because you're friends with Tim Shaw too. No, yeah, but Tim, those Tim Shaw used to book those kind of shows all the time. But I wasn't making money doing those. those were just I know, still. Well, that's because you're dumb. Yeah, I made thousands. I don't know what you did. I didn't know I was outside and it had been in. It was very much similar to the teacher thing. They were in meetings all day. These uh, and it was like addiction treatment month or something along those lines. It was what time of day was that? Uh, I think I got there like seven. It was still light and it was outside in like their courtyard area. Yeah. And like before they were. I went on it literally a karaoke mic setup. I, I, I used it, but it was more for out of habit to have a microphone holding, you know, they, they had a DJ too. So I think it was either for like for addiction treatment awareness month, or it was like, they do that once a month with everybody. Cause they mm-hmm. said it's a monthly gig that was in Indianapolis. I had no idea it even existed, but, uh, that they're playing music. The and there, I'm like, do you want me to be clean or whatever? And then, like, the lady running it is doing karaoke before I go up, and she's like, oh, skeet, skeet, motherfucker, oh, skeet. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, I think they're fine if I swear, which I, I didn't, but I don't know how you can not be in addiction treatment and not think or say, fuck, you know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Some, some of the rule, like, there's always such a disconnect a lot of times by the people who are doing the booking or writing the check. And yeah. what the actual clientele are. I, I had that recently and, and everything was fine. Everyone that was like actually there 
was fine. But uh, back in August when I did the uh, the Fort Bliss show, which is on a, a, a military base, mm-hmm. it's literally with soldiers who could possibly be dead <laughs> serving the country and getting shot at and having bombs dropped on them. And, right. and they're first like, you have to be squeaky clean. Mm-hmm. No, but no were their family's going to be. That could be the thing. No, it was just okay. that. It, it was yeah, it, military. It, it, yeah, the, the, the show was. I think it, it was either advertised as eighteen plus or twenty one plus. But they yeah. still because it was you know it was the Booker being, doesn't want to lose the job that, later. And, and even the Booker, the Booker just like okay, that's what the when I got there, the person who actually booked it, who like runs the activities on the thing, were like. Yeah, the only stuff that you literally can't say is the stuff that, like, no fucking shit. You can't make fun of the military in a derogatory yeah. way. Don't make fun of the Get president. Turn heel and, on like, this yeah, audience. Yeah, like, like, but there's, like, no, you can say fuck. Like, they're, they're literally people who get sh- who could possibly get shot at, you yeah. know, improvised bombs blowing their leg off. Yeah, but don't say shit. That's <laughs> going to really mess them up. <laughs> Well, Johnny, oh, yeah. you do stuff. You entertain the troops and stuff overseas, too. Do they give you content restrictions? So back in the day, like my first tour ever, they kind of did. But I'll be honest, like the the pro wrestling tour we did and the MMA tour we did, like no one really says anything. And and they just you just kind of go into it, uh, kind of knowing like, okay, you're not going to go overboard, but at the same time, like, dude, you're there with professional wrestlers and you're there with MMA fighters. The people that show up to these things, uh, they they either want to like roll around and learn submissions or they want to hear stories from wrestlers. So, yeah, mm-hmm. no one really I don't remember anyone saying on either of these tours I went on. Yeah, you, yeah, you got to watch what you say. It's like, yeah, if you're hanging out with the commanding officers, it's it's almost one of those things where like you don't say anything. And then if, if they drop a word, you're like, OK, this guy's cool. This lady's cool. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of thing. But, but yeah, but yeah actually, again, you're not probably an active military Aries. Maybe you were. But also, if there's bombs, uh, I'm going to say fuck. Yeah, not not that I even have an urge to, but I'm like, well, we could die in any moment. This thing could tear the ass out of me. Mm-hmm. So, well, tell us about the gig. How long did you do for these uh these Catholic War veterans? Yeah, yeah these little oh, Catholic yeah. SOBs. SOBs. They yeah, yeah. the itinerary said an hour, and I'm steer- the only one. Yeah, you better have gotten some money for that. That sounds like torture at ten thirty in the morning. It surprisingly wasn't torture. I I I talked to the the principal and I said. How long do you want? And she said an hour. And I said, hey, if it's getting to be like 45 and I can feel like you guys are good, I'm good. She's like, yeah, we can wrap it up. But I ended up doing 55 minutes. Hey, now, did you have uh, to go to a In a row? In a row. At a t- we d- I did eight intermissions. And that's mostly so I could <laughs> yeah. go to the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, those breakfast burritos question there's no way in hell i could have done that without going to my set list numerous times did you have it all in the dome it was in my dome and i that's why i wanted to get there early because i like to sit down and write out the same set over and over in my notebook all work and no play makes brenda dull but i like if you look at my comedy notebook rarely is it a new bit uh like the mostly i do that in a computer but i write out the same set just so mentally it's like an exercise for me you know Here's Brensky. Here's and it was like uh, I I had a couple times where in my head I don't know that the audience would be able to pick up, but I'm like, what's next? You know, but I, I've done enough clean shows and and done that time long enough to just kind of roll with it. So, and I know Ryan, you probably do about an hour if you do a regular show too, right? Like, yeah, I, I think I was just like thinking in my head. It's very interesting that like the three of us, Johnny, basically implied that like if he, if he has to do an hour, he's he's set list and hard. Well, to make sure it, it all depends, though. Like, if I'm at a club 
and there's no restrictions and I can do whatever, then that's kind of a lot easier to just, you know, go off the cuff and wing it and kind of have stuff in my brain. But like for me, if I, so on a cruise ship, usually like I have a, I have a ship coming up in a couple of weeks. I got to do a clean squeaky clean, uh, like, you know, just kids bleached, in the audience. Yeah. Bleach butthole 45. Right. Mm-hmm. So for me, usually like I save my sets from previous cruises and then like, Usually a couple of days before I leave, I start to glance at it. And then on my flight, I look at it hard, get on the boat, start going over it, start rehearsing. And then, but I always on, on the stool, I will always put my set list on the stool on the cruise along with my phone that has the, uh, the timer going. Yeah. So that way, if I look down at my phone, I can say, I'll oh, see how much time we got left here. Okay. Meanwhile, I'm looking at a fucking joke. So I'm trying to survive this 45 minutes. Uh, well, if I ever catch you bringing notes on stage at one of my shows, you're going to put your notes on the stool and I'm putting my stool on your notes. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> on one of your shows. <laughs> one of my t- no, like, like I, I don't know. Uh, when I first started, uh, you know, maybe the first year or so, I was really I really had to have a set list. Every mic I did, every, uh, you know, I, I was just so like, like, this is what you do. You write this mm-hmm. list and you do this. No matter what happens, you power through. And, and I was having a lot of trouble anytime I would be heckled or there was anything Not unexpected that happened that I would just, I, I would panic. The whole thing would derail. So I basically started just like, if I wrote a set list, it would just go in my pocket or it was just the, like, like Brent said, the exercise of doing it just to kind of be able to picture that in my head. That's how I always memorize like scripts for plays and stuff too. I just remember I could remember like on a page where lines were. Mm-hmm. So like that's how I would keep track. I'm like, oh, okay, like we just finished that scene. So that means we're on like page 38 in the middle. And that's kind of where I could start visualizing it. After a while, once I realized like, okay, oh, the, my jokes work. I, I haven't used a set list outside of AGT because it's like very specific. specific I, yeah. And obviously I didn't do it on stage, but those are ones that you have to really, you have to get things approved and really work and whatever. Uh, outside of those, man, I just I, I just trust that I know what I'm talking about, and uh, I I do that, and uh, it, it it gives makes me like makes me feel personally like I have more freedom to, oh, someone just did something, so it reminded me of the story that I can now just try. I wasn't planning on trying this, but like, oh, now I have this thought. Let me just try this while we're in the middle of it. Well, speaking I, I, of AGT, how did your uh your show in Indie go this past weekend? It went great. Yeah, they went great. They were probably about two thirds full, which wasn't too bad for uh for a kind Sounds of a like last half empty booking. to me. Yeah, well, third empty, third two empty. <laughs> I'm not good at fractions. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're you're like those assholes back in the day. I can't remember what restaurant chain it was, but like uh, uh, their uh, their one third pound burger failed because oh, yeah. everyone thought it was smaller than the quarter pounder, A&W. which was one fourth. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, the one third. Like they didn't think it was as big a burger. As the quarter pounder, uh, but yeah, but the shows went great. Got to see, uh, you know, I wasn't there very long. I took a red eye, got in early, uh, you know, like seven a.m. or so on Saturday morning. Slept a few hours, did my two shows, uh, went to the airport, dressed in all Dolphins gear to watch them get their asses beat while sitting oh, in the Indianapolis airport. <laughs> dude, you you jingus mingus yourself. We were uh, texting at the beginning of the game. You go. I really don't see anyone stopping the Dolphins. It's going to be real no, hard. No, no. The, what what I said was. And, I know what you said. Yeah, yeah. Don't fucking throw me under the bus. I, I literally said the Dolphins are hard to beat because you have to be able to match them score for score. And there's a few teams that could do that. 
One I mentioned was the Bills, who is who beat them. Sure. The Chiefs, the Eagles, and maybe the 49ers. I said those are probably the teams that can match. I, and about I, I 16 said, other teams. Yeah, just yeah, the, the entire NFC East. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. The Phil Dunfield Eagles. Yeah, and, and a couple of NBA teams. That's yeah. it. There you go. But yeah, the, the the shows went well. It was nice to go home. My uh, uh, my 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 lovely mother, sweet sweet Donna. Hello, decided, Donna. Decided she doesn't listen to this bullshit. She she supports a lot of what I do, but not this bullshit. Yeah, that's cool. uh, what is a podcast, Mom? It's a radio show. <laughs> so so I uh, because it was just one night. Uh, I I just brought a carry on bag because I was going to be there for one night. Isn't that nice? Yeah, yeah. I I need to order new T-shirts. I didn't have T-shirts to sell. I just had my stickers. So I could easily do it. Boom. I had my backpack, which I keep my computer in. Then I had the carry on that had, had my, you know, two outfits that I needed, basically my, my show. And yeah. Yeah. My moo moo. <laughs> it's my sleep moo moo. Thank you. <laughs> not my dress moo moo. Yeah. What, was, what was the, uh, why, the episode of married with children where Al had to keep wearing moo moos. What was the reason that something happened with his ass or something where he couldn't wear regular clothing? I don't. I, 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 my married with children uh, trivia is not up to par. All right. I'm, oh, I can tell you Homer Simpson. Well, I'm also yeah. Momo, yeah. Uh, so my, my love, my lovely mom. And again, this was a nice, sweet gesture. But she brought me this like big ass duffel bag full of baby clothes to bring home. Mm-hmm. So now I had to like my mom owes me thirty dollars because I had to check a bag because <laughs> I had now I had three bags and like. She literally told me this, and it was true because we just opened the bag tonight. Uh, she she packed it so full of stuff that, like, had I tried to open it to maybe, like, pare it down and get it all into I wouldn't have been able to get the bag closed again. Yeah, but, it's like, like but, getting a mattress sent to your house. You're not yeah, going to get it back in the box. Yeah, it was just so packed in there. And, and, and it was stuff from, so, like, her, essentially, her step They're not technically, you know, whatever. But her her yes. boyfriend's kids, they have kids. And it was a bunch of like kind of baby clothes from them that was kind of like hand-me-down stuff. So so it was a nice gesture. We we kept some of it. Some of it he's just already too big and um I shit in a couple of them. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, just to test them. You gotta test them out. You gotta see how durable the shit they are. Men of they just, oh, most of them failed. Just now, take a big old dumper in there, wave it around a little bit, see what happens. What is better been... like a helicopter? Yeah. <laughs> what have been cheaper? That? Peter, yeah, Peter Pablo, would have been cheaper to just mail all that stuff. Uh, no, because it was okay. heavy. I, I think it would have been probably a little bit more to ship it. And like, like it was a nice gesture. But now I have this like bag that my mom wants back at some point that I now got to do something with. Yeah, you if you if you send it with me or you send it in the mail, it's mine now. It's like yeah, certain like, if it's Gladware, I'll just Amazon you more Gladware. You know. Yeah, yeah. At some point, she's gonna come visit here and hang out for a while to to hang out with the boy. She can yeah. bring it back with her if she wants. That's about as hard as I'm gonna work on this. Now, does your mom do planes? Uh, not well. Okay. Uh, so I I don't know. I I think something happens with old people, and not I'm generalizing a bit. So if you're an old person and you're not like this, do not yell. At, uh, at me right now. I'm saying yeah. all old people. Now okay, go. Brent said you can yell at Brent. Uh, and if you don't like it, go to the Joe Egan Memorial fuck off table. <laughs> go fuck <laughs> off table. Uh, so my mom used to be a very competent traveler. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like my mom 
would drive mm. long distances. Like every time we went on, like, you know, like we, we grew up like four or five hours away from where her mom lived. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, she would drive all, you know, four kids down there. And that's maps fine. shit. That's not yeah. GPS. Yeah. So she, she would always do that. Uh, when she worked, she worked at Target for years in Indy. She lived on the north side and the south side. It's not like it's the craziest distance, but it's you have to get five minutes. You got to get on the freeways every morning. Like mm-hmm. there, at a certain age, she suddenly just went, "I don't know how to do this anymore," mm-hmm. and she like won't drive on the freeways now. Uh, it's not like she flew a ton, but she would like fly to Vegas and like do yeah. trips like that. Every time she flies now, we literally just have to wait by the phone to see if. Uh, medical personnel had to help her off the plane because she had a panic attack. Mm. But like, like she gets herself so freaked out now for whatever reason. And, and it's, it's like a, it's a newish thing because she was very competent. Anne's mom has a little bit of the same thing. Like she doesn't want to fly ever. And she used to literally work for an airline. So I, like, maybe so, that's so she just flew. an old person. You get, yeah. you get to a certain age and maybe, I don't know what it is, but yeah, I, I can see that too. Like even wow. my, my mom's like, I don't want to drive after dark anymore. That could be an eyesight thing, but she gets yeah. new glasses. It's just, I don't know if it's a paranoia thing or even yeah. Tony <laughs> Soprano's mom was I, like, I don't like to answer the phone after dark. He's like, that doesn't make any sense, ma. I don't yeah. like driving after dark. You hit, you either hit a fucking deer or you get abducted by aliens. That's not fun. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but yeah, it's, it's just so strange. Cause again, if my mom had always been scared of doing it, then that's a phobia and that's a different yeah. thing to deal with. But my mom was more than happy to fly places, drive places. And then suddenly she just, she can't handle it. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and it's mental. Like, like, it's not like she's like in the best shape a human being has ever been in at her age, but mm-hmm. like she's, she can fly. She yeah. just gets herself so worked up for whatever reason yeah. that she just freaks the fuck out. Well, you know why old people get worked up about things? Because uh, a good example is what happened in episode 169 of Married with Children, titled A Little (laughs) Off the Top. Synopsis. Al suffers from a bad back and is taken to the hospital where, due to a slip-up, instead of a circular incision, he gets a circumcision. (laughs) The family tries their best to keep him from getting aroused. (laughs) Meanwhile, Marcy has a great time making fun of Al. I remember now he had to wear a muumu all episode because he couldn't put anything near his dick and like nothing could touch it. So he had to wear like men, women's massive like fat women dresses and everything. So does that mean that Al Bundy up until that point was not circumcised? Uh, I don't know if it, I mean I would recommend going back and watch uh you know episode eight of season whatever the fuck season. 12. I think that's our next watch along. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh. the entire series of Very Fit Children marathon. I, it. I'm circumcised. I'll say it. Yeah, I, I ain't scared to say I'm circumcised. I think we already said this on the podcast. I, I'm pretty sure I am. Yeah. Okay. I'll go with you, you on that. You probably your your parents probably said leave a little on top. You know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just 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 lower his ears a little bit. Make make like a half <laughs> shirt. <laughs> Give him like a little Brian Bosworth flat top. <laughs> That's all well, speaking of flat top penises, this is the cafeteria <laughs> podcast. We are going back to the intros at least for this week. Thanks to none other. Then Pug. Fuck you, Pug. Hello, Pugsley. This Arby's loving thespian has graced our presence as the third most talented person in America. He's got a vintage video game collection that makes Scrooge McDuck look poor, and he Mm -hmm. has a leftover jarred pickled something from his father's failed business venture. He used to be a Kankakee Valley Cougar. Now he's just a 
liberal cook. There we go. He's sweet old Ryan P. Nee. Hello, gentlemen. Yeah, at the end uh, of the episode. Hello, gentlemen. I know. I mean, that's the, that was how we were doing. When you were writing the intros every week, it would be uh, <laughs> 35 Look, minutes in, yeah. like this one. Yeah. Look, we give you people that other podcasts don't. And you we don't do know mean what. you people. You people. Hey. We mean you people. Hey, that's big hey. infringement. <laughs> so I seen. No, we uh we we give you things that you don't see coming. Speaking of which, mm-hmm. this Arby's loving, also another Arby's loving <laughs> yep. horror enthusiast, was made for the month of October. He is known for his humor and his antique prophylactic collection. Mm-hmm. He's got the fattest tires around, but also the loosest feet in town. He was formerly a rebel, but now he's a royal. He's hip. He's cool. He is Mr. Brent. I'm cool. I'm cocky. I'm bad. He's the longest reign intercontinental champion of all time up until two weeks ago. Second longest reigning. Thank you, Pugsley. Yeah. So, Johnny, you never get an intro. I don't need an intro. This RB loving cuck. (laughs) This RB's loving fighting. Look, any any one of us, you could kick off with Arby's loving, and we'll be like, yeah, yeah. He's he's gonna eat police horse shit with a smile. Mm. I, I mentioned on the uh, the Patreon episode, and I was going to ask you about this, Johnny. I told you guys I've been audiobooking a lot. Yeah, been reading you're a lot of audiobooks. Audiobooking, fuck, aren't you? I just started it, so Robin Richards can uh, cream her jeans over there. Oh, speaking of creaming jeans, Robin did message us on the. Uh, it's on her the birthday Patreon. today or yesterday? Yeah. Oh, happy birthday, Robin! Happy birthday, Thrash and Nosh and Robin. Yeah. She says, "Hey, all your birthdays yeah. be yeah. throbbing." <laughs> she says, "I didn't like the road comic life, so I'm home now." LOL. That's yeah, her. She had some wicked travel days. I thought it was Ryan. Uh, yeah, traveling recently. Yeah, it's a, and, and and yeah, she she went through a hell of a time and. and I don't think that Robin ever doubted us. She was not somebody who thought we were exaggerating. But Robin, you got a small taste of what a lot of being on the road is. This this job, the the, the shows are your reward for all the other bullshit you got to do. I have mm-hmm. a ten hour drive mm-hmm. uh, that I had to do to get to my show this weekend. And sometimes the shows aren't even good. Yeah, yeah. When you get there, there's even no guarantee it's going to go well. For Johnny, there is that it will go poorly. Yeah, as a matter of fact, there's pretty much a guarantee there will not be a crowd. So that's something that you have to do. Hey, as long as I get the money, I don't care. That's what I got in the game for. That's what's $250. Uh, So I I said uh, audiobooks. Johnny, you do a lot of voice work stuff. Have you ever uh, been approached about audiobooks? I did. I did an audiobook. Uh, boy, maybe I gotta say, close to ten years ago now. It's it's out there. It's What's called. It called. It's called Do Life. It's about a guy who was a big old fat fuck and decided to start running, and he just ran and ran and ran, and he was running. I was <laughs> running, and he basically lost a whole bunch of weight. Um, I My don't know. One hundred and twenty pound journey. Yeah, there you go. So I, I voiced that where I was uh, in a studio doing it and such. Um, other than that, I, I'll be honest with you. I, I'm not really interested in doing the audiobooks because they don't, to me, they don't pay as well mm-hmm. as most other things for in comparison to like the amount of time you got to commit. Like if I was, if I was hard up and I wasn't knock on wood, if I wasn't booking enough voiceover work, I'd be like, yeah, okay. I'd want to jump into the audiobook game. But for mm-hmm. me, it's like, it doesn't pay enough for the amount of time you spend doing it. So I'm just, uh, I'm turning tricks elsewhere in the voiceover world. 
you're right here on the Libby app. If you're uh, if you want free audiobooks, go to oh, Libby and the, type in the, your library card. Card app. Yes, uh, it's only for the left leaners. There you go. Which works great for me with my scoliosis. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it says right here, narrator Johnny Laquasto, and this is a four-hour book. Yeah, it took a while. I think I recorded it for about a week or so. Yeah, I was going to say for four hours. That that's not four hours. You no. know what? What year did that hog come out? Uh, I don't know. I clicked on something else, Fair and okay. let me see when it. I don't know if it'll. I don't know if the published date is the uh, January twenty thirteen. There you go. About ten years ago. Son of a bitch. Okay. It's four hours. Now, mm-hmm. uh, I'm listening. I've listened to uh, the book called The Outsider by Stephen King, and that's read by uh, Will Patton, who was the cop in the new Halloween trilogy. He's okay. an actor. He was great. And then I listened to uh, Pet Cemetery. Who's Dexter? Michael C. Hall, whatever. Sure. He was good. So those are uh, it's, Michael, it's Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Shopping. <laughs> um, but those guys, like those guys, are legitimate mm-hmm. actors in and Hollywood movies. So do you think the pace? Because also one was fifteen hours. I think both were about fifteen hours. Yeah, if you get a celebrity to voice something, it's a it's a it's a whole other ball game kind of rate. Like yeah, if you have a any schmo like me do it, it's a it's a whole other kind of rate. It's a much lower rate. How do they pay? I forget to be honest with you. I think. I'm sure it's changed in the last 10 years. So I really don't remember like, uh, shit me. I don't know. It might it's be not word, you... right? It's, it's gotta be time. No, if, if you're getting booked in a studio, it's per hour. So like maybe, okay. maybe it's like a 150 per hour or something like, I don't know, which, which is good for some people that they want to do audiobooks, but not yeah. me, dog. Not Reading me, is but. hard. Like re- anybody that like, gives people shit for public speaking you go do it yeah it's hard and if you want to go do it and you do it well guess where you're gonna get a seat at the joey egan memorial fuck off table yeah it's uh it's not because i i am even a you know i i would say i am a professional speaker Mm -hmm. in the sense that i have done performances in front of human beings for over 20 years at this point in my life it's hard to read a teleprompter <laughs> and make it look like yeah. you're not like, 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 like that's a different skill. So like when someone like me, who I would say has a little bit of experience with public speaking, if it's going to be difficult for me just to suddenly have a teleprompter in front of me and make that look natural, I think we give people, you know, politician, like there's a plenty of other reasons to hate on a politician, for instance, than they're bad with teleprompters. But like when, when you see a really good speaker, God damn, yeah. you you appreciate them more, you know. Like I just yeah. think Trump is so good. No, I'm just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> come on, guys. I, I I mean he doesn't use a teleprompter clearly. Yeah, clear. Yeah, they didn't write some of those things on there. Yeah, I I mean, which honest to God, that would be so funny if we find out he was reading script like every crit, like, like fucking Ron Burgundy. Yeah, like everything was just that China. But uh, yeah, I, that's what I was going to ask you, Johnny, because uh, obviously you've done one. And maybe if I get a little homesick for this show, I'll pull up uh, my fu- my whatever. I was going to say 400 pound life, but that yeah, that's not accurate. My big Close fat to. Greek dick. Yeah. Johnny, you're Greek, right? You're from Philly. 
Uh, yeah, they're very Greek. You know that. Yeah, Laquasto, very Greek name. Opa! Yeah. I call my dick the Giro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brent, put put yourself over. Uh, BrentComedy.com this week on uh, They're Coming to Get You a Horror Movie Podcast. I think we just did Pet Cemetery, And coming up, we're going to do Halloween Town, which is a favorite of Gavin Eddings. It's on um, Disney Plus right now. And uh, coming up on the field trip with Brent Trahune. When am I going to do the field trip? We talked about it. Oh, yeah. We need to. We'll get you on there. Hey, call my people. Okay. Um, uh, It'll be the re-release of the history of Halloween because I felt you cucks didn't give it what it deserved. But also I had uh, Todd McComas, former uh, police detective for about 20-something years. Ryan, you know him. He's a comedian. And I I, I Todd very well. I was at his third ever show. That's how long I've known uh, known Todd. He's a Todd's, it, a, Todd's a good dude. We talked about the true crime phenomenon because he he has a true crime podcast. He was in you know worked with true crime, so it's yeah. not about one case and, per and, se. And to give you just like an idea, it's like he's not just somebody who was a cop. He did like undercover cop shit, yeah, like, like, which we didn't even yeah. talk to. He said that at the yeah. end. I was like, ah, oh, fuck, I forgot you were undercover. Yeah, 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 yeah. He he was in the shit. He wasn't a guy that was just you know writing parking tickets like these wiretaps like, like, and yeah, yeah. Todd was like you know. Yeah, Todd's not some Todd's not some broad who gets a glass of Chardonnay <laughs> who watches the ID channel and says it's how I relax. No, Todd <laughs> is in the shit. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Todd was like you know doing undercover drug deals and like Todd was in some shit. Todd, Todd's a badass. Hell yeah. Yeah. So that was uh, this week's <clears throat> episode as well. So and uh, uh, yeah, that's it. All right, Ryan. Hi. Mm-hmm. Crippledthreat.com. Crippled and all the stuff. Watch my special. And what awards? Award winning special, Unarmed and Dangerous on Tubi. What on flatearth.com? No, yep. god damn it. Don't, Thank you. Not, don't you start to. To the Joey Egan Memorial fuck off table. <laughs> With uh, ye. Yeah, uh, Amazon Prime. I actually just randomly received a message from someone I don't know on Facebook. Hey, Ryan, I checked out your comedy special tonight. It was great. Oh. Three exclamation points. That's wow. how you know he's telling the truth. That's right. Making them pennies. This weekend, Saturday, October 7th, I'm at the Rolling Hills Casino in Corning, California. In Mad Next- River, California. Oh, <laughs> close. All you Mad Riverites, come on down. Go down the Mad River and listen to the comedy. Go back on the Glad River. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 13th and the 15th. Most of my stuff is on the 14th, though. The Portland Retro Gaming Expo in Portland, Oregon. I'm doing a uh, uh, a panel, which I'm very excited about, with uh, Brandon Zahad. He is part of the uh, accessibility team with Microsoft. Oh, wow. uh, we're talking about accessibility in gaming. And then I'm doing a show that night. It's going to be exciting. Uh, the 26th to 28th, I'm at the Laugh Shop in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Uh, November 3rd, Diamond Joe Casino, Dubuque, Iowa. November 4th, Ordock Brewing Company, Marquette, Michigan. November 5th, Lexington Village Theater in Lexington, Michigan. November 10th and 11th, Hyenas Comedy Club in mm. Dallas, Texas. Got a lot more coming up. We got Zanies. I just added Tulsa for next year. We're always working on new stuff. CrippleThreat.com. Holla at your boy. Wahoo! <laughs> All right. Patreon.com slash Cafeteria Pod. Uh, let's see what, oh, big news guys, as of earlier today, and I think by tomorrow I'll surpass it. 
I am only 24 watch hours away from being monetized on YouTube. Burr, burr, burr. Oh. So that that means if you already watched it, if you haven't watched it, just hit play and let it play. Just when I get these ads going on my special, just let it play in silent and let the ads run. That's what well, I'm talking I, I, about. Don't put it in complete silent though. A lot of those times, if you have the like it muted or the browser muted, it yeah. does not count as watch hours. That okay, the, the algorithm just, knows. So you have uh, the one little dot for the volume. Yeah, just All a right. little bit. because so, otherwise, it's like, oh, someone's trying to pull a fast one over on us on yeah, yeah, Google. I need uh, these ads. Uh, so yeah, YouTube.com/slash Johnny Laquasto. My special Saudi stepdad is officially out. As of a week ago, and uh, you know it's doing okay. I would like to get a few more uh, English-speaking viewers. That would be helpful. Uh, Producer Amal has really helped, uh, you know, get the views in the Arab culture. That's, that's why I caption it in Arabic as well. But I need a little more help from uh, the UK, from Canada, from America. If you have not seen it yet, please send it to a couple of friends. Watch it yourself, and hopefully, all of adds up at some point tomorrow. That is the goal. Other than that, got some wrestling stuff coming up. I'm calling a brand new company called Spark Joshi uh, Puriso. I probably said that wrong. Um, uh, Puriso. Yeah, Puriso. Puriso. Uh, I'm calling them uh, October 11th in LA, October 14th in Orlando, and then uh, Friday, October 13th, uh, Titan FC 84 going to be live on UFC Fight Pass. And, you know, trying to get some comedy shit scheduled. Just got a couple of cruises left for the rest of the year. But most importantly, it's all about the special. YouTube.com slash Johnny Quasto. Watch that shit, especially when the ads come up. Run it on a loop, baby. And as always. To the Joey Egan Memorial Fuck Off table with ye. We go.